Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. We offer a number of ways to help you with your journey here at Anxiety Coaches Podcast, and I hope you will take advantage of everything that we offer. Be sure to subscribe to this twice-a-week podcast. I'd also suggest visiting our website where you can sign up for our newsletter, you can listen to the 10-minute body scan meditation, and check out the group and one-on-one coaching options, along with the resources and more information on anxiety. Go to anxietycoachespodcast.com and check all that out today. In today's episode, I want to talk about flexible mind versus anxious mind. And one of the things we know is important to do is to open our minds, and that would be a flexible mind. So let's get going on this and find out what we can do so that we can move our mind from anxious to flexible, which will really serve us. And before I do that, I want to tell you that if you struggle with social anxiety, you're no stranger to the voice inside your head that says, everyone is judging you, but you can quiet your inner critic. The book, How to Be Yourself by Dr. Ellen Hendrickson, argues that you already have everything you need to succeed in any social situation. With concrete tips and relatable real-life stories, How to Be Yourself is a roadmap to becoming your most confident self. Get the tools you need to rise above social anxiety today. You can purchase How to Be Yourself at bit.ly slash htbyanxiety. That's bit.ly slash htbyanxiety. So what can we do to have a flexible mind? Our anxious mind actually keeps us so tight, so concrete and brittle, and we are not flowing and flexible like the bamboo or the grasses. We're really ready to snap, and you know that feeling, that anxious feeling. You And many people use that term with me that I feel like I'm going to snap or I feel like I'm going to break. And that just speaks to the inflexibility that they are experiencing. Because we we know, we really know that one thing the anxious mind is not is flexible. We get stuck in rigidness, the rigid thinking. And this happens from an overload of stress. It happens from life changes. It happens from loss and from frustration. We just get locked down. And the more fearful we get, the more rigid we become, thinking that that is how we are going to be protecting ourselves, like really tight and ready to fight. And this inflexibility 
keeps us stuck. It takes away our peace. It takes away our joy. Even if it's around us, we're so tight that we can't seem to feel it. So if you're looking for a few ways to get softer and looser, open your mind and feel more flexible, that's what we're going to talk about. And I have six points that I'd like to go over with you that can really help you to move into more flexibility. You know, with anxiety, we're always trying to uh, come at this from whatever angle we can. You know, our body, we want to take care of our body and be able to let it feel relaxed so that it can send the message to the mind that things are okay. And then sometimes we want to come at it from our thoughts and you have our thoughts use that mantra or um, this too shall pass and let the body then finally feel it. And so we can actually do it with our body, with our breathing, and we can do it with our muscles. And so that's where I want to start with number one. Notice if your muscles are tight. Notice your tightness. Finding your shoulders in the world and where they are. Are they are they loose? Are they up around your ears? You know, I always joke with the gals in the group that I was wearing my shoulders as earrings. And I'm, you know, I'm not kidding. When I would be tight and nervous and upset, I mean, I could just feel them creeping right up. And I would have body workers in the past that would, or yoga teachers that couldn't believe like, okay, you can relax those shoulders now. Um, but it was hard for me because why? I was inflexible. I had an anxious mind. You can also notice in your jaw, that's another place a lot of people hold it, uh, clenching the jaw, grinding, grinding the teeth. Uh, many people do this even in their sleep. If you wake up in the middle of the night and you have uh, tight muscles, in your jaw, you may you may want to notice if you have been grinding your teeth, or you can ask your mate that's sleeping with you if they notice that you do that. Some people wiggle their jaw, um, clenching it down, so that again that that jaw is another area, just like the shoulders, that really tightens down, and you can tighten it on purpose. Like right now, let's just all do that. Let's tighten up our jaw the best we can. I can't do it and talk, but you can do it and listen. So tighten up your jaw and then relax it. Because I want you to notice the difference. Uh, It can be sort of subtle and you can't maybe feel it when you're uh, all tensed up, but I bet you could if you tightened it just a little bit more and then relaxed it. We need to do this on purpose over and over again, so that we can get the feeling of what it's like to have that area relaxed. We can do it with our shoulders too. Bring them up, tighten them, scrunch them all together, and then relax them. Oh my gosh, that feels so good, right? A nice deep breath with that is very helpful too. The second piece I want to talk about is the pause. Now, noticing the tension that we have in our body is a good time to take an extra pause before reacting to a situation or a person or our own thought. Don't have to react. We can take a pause, a little bit of space. And and we can do that when we're noticing our tension. So we can tie these together. Like notice your body can be the 
the one that's giving you the clue that something is up and you need to take a pause. So if the, if the shoulders were up around the ears, it's time to relax them and take that pause and notice that I, I gave myself some space and now I can actually make a choice. I don't have to react. It doesn't have to be a knee-jerk reaction. I can, I can take a pause and respond to the situation, the person or my own thought that is happening right in that moment. But space, pause, it goes together well with the body because we can see the body's doing something and then we can mentally take that pause. And the third one that I want to talk about for a second is to just stay. Now you hear me talk about this a lot. I have a, there's a meme on the uh, Facebook Anxiety Coaches Podcast page that says stay. Like I, I can't remember exactly what it says, but it's like feeling anxiety creeping in on you. Just stay. That's what we want to do. We want to just stay. You feel like you want to run. You feel like you want to get angry and fight or run. And, but this is a good time to just stay and feel what's coming up and be with it. Now, this is a habit that we get into is that we, we run over and over again. We go, oh, uh, this time I can't stay. No, maybe another time. So I want you to pick a time. I want you to tell yourself the next time that I feel like I want to run from a feeling or a situation or one of my thoughts, I want to make it go away. It's scaring me. I, that is the one that I want you to stay with. Just stay. See what's coming up and be with it. This is what we're talking about when we say to face what is. We're not changing it in any way. We're not figuring anything out. We're not making a plan. We're just staying with it. It's as simple as that. You don't have to do anything. And you don't have to fight it and you don't have to run from it and you don't have to become frozen and inflexible with it. You just can relax those muscles, can take a pause and just stay with it. Stay with the moment because all of these things come and go. It's not like you have to stay with it for an hour. These things happen within moments if we don't fuel the cycle. It only stays longer and longer and longer because we're throwing another log on the fire. So we want to stop that. No gasoline, no logs. We want that fire to just fizzle out. We just want to stay with it. And it will fizzle out if we don't continue to feed it with, oh my gosh, I have to run. Oh my gosh, I can't. I have to fight this. Looking for the danger. What's the next thing? That thought, the way we talk to ourselves, the way our body responds and gets very rigid, those are all danger signals to the body. And then the mind is saying, oh, there's something wrong. She's feeling really anxious and dangerous, feeling that something's going to happen. We better keep scanning the horizon and we get no relief. We have to take control and face it and stay with it. The fourth one is to bring in some space. 
And this is um, more than just the pause. This one is just letting the moment expand, letting the moment be what it is, and you relax into it. This is another way of saying float. For those of you who have read Claire Weeks, this is what we're talking about when we talk about floating. Let the moment be what it is and let it expand like it's big. It's okay. Let it be there. There's plenty of room for you and you can relax into it. You don't have to fight it. You don't have to run from it. You don't have to figure it out. You just float with it. You are relaxed. Again, we're using the uh, noticing the tightness in our muscles and the pause and the just stay. These are all coming together. And then we just let that space be there and we relax into it and we are floating with it. Floating is relaxing the muscles and being with what is, even if it's difficult or unpleasant. We're floating with it. We can handle it. And the fifth one I have is let go of the rope. The tightness and the inflexibility that we experience comes from wanting something or someone to be a certain way. You know, we all know this. We all want things from time to time to be different than they are. We want something or someone to be a certain way. So from holding on too tightly, we are causing ourselves stress because we want it this way. That's where the tightness comes, wanting what we want. And so instead, I want you to try to loosen your grip on whatever it is. It doesn't really matter that much, really. Drop the rope and try to relax into the moment and be with whatever is going on instead of trying to change it. That's when we're holding the rope and we're playing tug or war either with someone or a situation or our own mind. And so we're playing tug of war. We're, got, we're holding on so tight. What if you drop the rope? What if you just drop it? You get to relax. You don't have to be inflexible. You can drop it and relax. And you can just be with whatever is going on. And the sixth and final one I have is to let it be. Once you've experienced some of these feelings of relaxation that you get from noticing the tightness and giving yourself the pause, being able to just stay with what's happening, getting some more space and expanding so that you can float and letting go of the rope, then you can just let it be. You can tell yourself it's okay. The situation, it's okay. I'm okay right now because I know you're okay. If you're listening to me, you're okay. You might have unpleasant feelings. You may have pain, but you're okay. You may be inflexible right now, but we're working on that. All of us here. These are great reminders for everyone. I need to be reminded all the time. Find myself getting worked up about something or um, wanting things to be different than they are. Well, of course, if it's something I can change, I work on it. But if it's something that's out of my locus of control, 
I have to let go. There's a place to let go of the rope. And these are the things we learn as we become more flexible and drop our anxious mind. It's fine to be where you are right now and let your nervous system return to its parasympathetic side. Let's get some rest and digest going on. And healing, that's where all of the healing takes place. The fight or flight side is where we are, we're ready to do battle. This is for our survival. And it's, we're very strong and we can do all of that. But we also need to take just as much time and actually more be so that we can be in our rest and digest mode where we are healing and recuperating. So give yourself that opportunity by letting things be. You can tell yourself you're okay. The situation right in this very moment is okay. And you're going to just let it be. There's no uh, wrong way to become more flexible. I mean, I, I love the flexible mind also comes from a flexible body and vice versa. So again, we can't just separate these things out. We have to work on both sides of it. So today was focusing more on the mind, but please uh, work on your body being more flexible also. What a wonderful way to tie it all together um, and doing your stretching and your or your yoga, or your qigong, tai chi, um, whatever it is that is that brings you into your body, and you're finding yourself being more aware of your body and its flexibility. So one of the things we want to do is notice when we're becoming rigid, and that alone can show us the way out. What we want to be able to do is stay aware of when we're changing. When am I getting rigid? And find a way for you from these six ideas that I had to open your mind, to let go of some of the muscles, some of the inner space of your mind, open it up a little bit and let it be free. Let it flow a little more and not be so tight. And what do I call that really? That's just staying curious. We want to keep that curious mind. So open your mind, stay curious, notice your tightness. Remember to pause, stay, stay with the feelings, even if they're uncomfortable. Bring in some space so you can float, drop the rope, no need to play tug of war with everything, and then let it be. I'm so happy to be able to spend time with all of you. And I appreciate all of the email you send. And of course, I'm happy to read your questions and and answer them here on the show if you would like to send them in. I hope that you all have a wonderful rest of your day. That's it for today's episode. And before I read today's quote, I want to put out a personal invitation to those of you who would like to take your healing and your clearing of your anxiety panic to another level. If you are not someone who wants to join a group coaching program, you may be interested in joining in with me on Coaching One-on-One. You can learn more about that at the website, anxietycoachespodcast.com, and go to the one-on-one coaching page. Feel free to send me an email, anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com, with 
coaching in the subject, and I'll be sure to get back with you and we'll take it from there. No need to have this drag on forever. And now for today's quote. A mind is like a parachute. It doesn't work if it is not open. And that's from Frank Zappa. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com. 